0: Talk 1110-993-WBT. Hour number two. Pete Callender here. 704-570-1110-1800. WBT-1110. Those are the phone numbers if you would like to uh, participate in the program. Also, you can email Pete at thepetecallendershow.com uh, or hit me up on Twitter, which is at Pete Callender. Um, All right, so last hour I, I went over all of the... Uh, Sort of well, we're kind of reading the tea leaves, trying to figure out the picture from the details that we see. We're kind of piecing the puzzles, uh, piecing. We're we're putting the puzzle pieces together. We're piecing together the puzzle. There you go. Um, about the rationale for uh, why the DOJ raided, not raided, transrated, the uh, Mar-a-Lago estate of the former president. And uh, I went over Margot Cleveland's assert uh, or uh, her, her analysis and and. What she says is very clear. It paints the picture through the leaking and through the the stuff that we know about uh, from the public documents. It's clear it's not about the documents. It wasn't about the, the stuff that was at Mar-a-Lago. It was about getting a grand jury. That was the point. And by the way, that's a very similar course, right, that was taken in the FISA court. It was, that was the same thing. It's, you know, you... you you get the ball rolling and then you could get people on the lesser charges. And once you start rolling those things up, it creates this atmosphere, this environment that, you know, everyone's under indictment. Everybody's being prosecuted. Everyone's a suspect in all of this. And it feeds the narrative. I got a couple of uh, tweets here. Uh, Is a magistrate judge considered a federal judge? He's not an article three judge confirmed by Senate. Um, if it's a, well, he was a he's a federal magistrate. I don't know yeah, I, I I don't know if he's confirmed by the Senate or not. Um, if this is a record issue, there's no criminal component to the Presidential Records Act. If this is a classified documents issue, the President has ultimate class authority. There's no basis for the raid, right? Um, and that's what Margot Cleveland was getting at as well. Um, that the laws, when you look at the laws that they're citing, they don't apply to the thing that they say that or the thing that the leakers say is the reason they leaked. OK. Now, all of that being said, and I did I mentioned the Wake County Sheriff's Office. I'm going to get to that. I, I will get to that. Um, but let me do this first. This is from Peyton Iceland at The Washington Times, a researcher, video editor at uh, the Media Research Center. And their uh, Free Speech America, their, their project. Um, media Research Center, they do uh, newsbusters. Ever seen their videos and stuff? It's a conservative operation, but they basically are, uh, they monitor media. And they point out media bias. Okay? So, uh, this is a piece, an, an op-ed at the Washington Times, talking about Twitter, Facebook. Uh, he also mentions in here um, YouTube and TikTok. They are uh, they're all looking forward to censoring ahead of the midterm election. Two of the leading platforms responsible for censoring the New York Post's bombshell Hunter Biden scandal stories before the 2020 election. They are now gearing up to censor free speech to combat so-called misinformation ahead of the midterms. Twitter and the uh, Facebook parent company, it's called Meta. And they own not just Facebook, but also Instagram and WhatsApp. They pledge to target, quote, misleading narratives by suppressing election content that they deem to be false or misleading or dangerous. It's a threat to the democracy. See, this is what happens when you corrupt the language. When you say things like words are violence when they're not. Because if words are violence, then I'm justified in committing violence against you, right? Because that's what natural law allows. They, they, they. This is an it's an effort, whether people realize it or not. This is an effort to criminalize speech. Uh, censorship methods mentioned in the policies involve decreasing the rate, the reach of offending posts the continued use of third-party fact-checkers and updated content recommendation algorithms. Meta, the Facebook owner, they indicated that the government may even help him out with it. Quote, we're working with federal government partners, including the FBI and the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, as well as the local and state election officials and industry peers to make sure we're all preparing for different scenarios. Things that they'll do? Limit the reach of content. So your stuff just won't get spread. I believe this is what's happening to me at this point on Twitter. And I don't know how long it's been going on. It's been a couple months since people first started asking me about it. It's actually when Elon Musk uh, started making the overtures to Twitter. And I started getting tweets and and messages from people who would, and, and people in my real life, who would say, Hey, I now see your content. I can now see your tweets. I haven't seen your tweets in months. I never said now and then Musk's thing blew up. And so then uh, people are like, oh, I don't see your stuff on my timeline anymore, which is weird because I tweet a lot. Anyway, Twitter says it's going to start enforcing its civic integrity policy. They will target, quote, misleading claims about the voting process, misleading content intemi- intended to intimidate or dissuade people from participating in the election. Or misleading claims that may undermine public confidence in election outcomes. They also are going to revive the uh pre-bunk prompts. They call them pre-bunk. Through those prompts, the platform claims it's going to take it upon itself to get ahead of misinformation. So they're going to they're not going to debunk it, they're going to pre-bunk it. Sort of like uh those uh the the triplets that were in the little pool that would tell. Tom Cruise to go out and arrest people before they committed crimes, right? Facebook and Twitter silenced the New York post reporting, implicating president Biden's son Hunter in corrupt foreign business dealings. A newsweek analysis showed that the, the New York post story reached just under 2 million people, but the anti-Trump stories reached about five and a half million. Oh, and uh, YouTube's on board with this kind of stuff. Uh, Chinese Communist Party tied TikTok. They've aligned with the leftist U.S.-based social media platforms and blocking so-called election misinformation as well. All of that, all of this, to get to an audio clip that you have got to hear, it is Sam Harris, intellectual, atheist guy. Uh, The thing that you need to know about Sam Harris is, is that he is smarter than all of us. Which makes his comments pretty astounding when it comes to ethics, journalism, and what the public should have a right to know prior to an election. Remember, most important piece of information, he's smarter than all of us. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Sam Harris, he's a neuroscientist, a philosopher, aren't we all? New York Times bestselling author and host of a podcast called Making Sense. He is also the creator of an app called Waking Up. I have no idea what that is. Not going to look it up. But anyway, Sam Harris I've actually seen in a couple different settings, usually debating Jordan Peterson. And Harris is an atheist, okay? Okay. But he's a philosopher, he's a neuroscientist, and again, the thing to keep in mind is that he is smarter than all of us, all right? So he goes on to this YouTube show called Trigger-nometry. Trigger-nometry. It's a free speech YouTube show and podcast that says we believe in open, fact-based discussion of important and controversial issues. It is hosted by two comedians, Constantin Kissen. And Francis Foster, they say they create fun but serious conversations with fascinating guests, including former presidential advisors and political experts, leading economists, All right, blah, 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 blah. We give them a chance to say what they think and explain why. Okay, so here is Sam Harris talking about the Hunter Biden laptop and its role in the 2020 election and the media suppression of that story.
1: I mean, Hunter Biden at that point, Hunter Biden literally could have ha- had the corpses of children in his basement. I would not have cared. Right. It's like it's, there's nothing. First of all, it's Hunter Biden. Right? Well,
0: wait a minute. Hang on a second. So is he saying Hunter Biden could have just been like, what, a Planned Parenthood clinic? I mean, that's too soon. All right. Let me re-rack this. Hang on.
1: I mean, Hunter Biden at that point, Hunter Biden literally could have ha- had the corpses of children in his basement. I would not have cared, right? It's like, it's, there's nothing. First of all, it's Hunter Biden, right? It's not, it's like, it's not Joe Biden, but even if Joe like even the, whatever scope of Joe Biden's corruption is, like if, you, if we could just go down that rabbit hole endlessly and, and understand that he's getting kickbacks from Hunter Biden's deals in Ukraine or wherever else, right? Or China. It is infinitesimal compared to the corruption we know Trump is involved in it's like it's like it's like a firefly to the sun, right? I mean, like there, there's just it doesn't even it doesn't even stack up against Trump University.
0: Okay, I gotta stop it for a second here. So he has now so he's comparing the levels of corruption between Biden. Worst case scenario, he laid. Look, these are not my parameters. Okay, the intellectual neuroscientist, best-selling author, set the parameters for the debate. He said. That all of, let's assume, all of that stuff about Biden being corrupt, that's all true. So all of that stuff is true, and that still pales in comparison by an order of magnitude of a firefly in comparison to the sun, to Donald Trump's corruption. Okay, this is the inter- he's an intellectual. He is smarter than you. Okay, just keep that in mind. Always keep that in mind. Firefly to the sun. And then what does he do? Then he even limits the, the sun-like magnitude of Trump's corruption to just Trump University. So now he has, he has restricted it to everything that Biden did, is alleged to have done. Kickbacks for, to the big guy, right? China, Ukraine, lying about it, all of that stuff. And that is Firefly to Sun level analogy. With Trump you Okay. This is going well for Sam Harris.
1: Right. Trump University as a story is worse than anything that could be in, in Hunter Biden's laptop.
0: Okay. Let's take that standard. Trump University story is worse than anything that could be in the laptop. I disagree. I disagree. I think there are a lot of things that could be in the laptop. I don't think they're in there, but I can think of a lot of things. Like for example... The location of all of the weapons of mass destruction from Iraq. They could be in there, right? Why not? Well, uh, snuff films, how about that? They could be in there. You don't know. You don't know. Like This guy, this is an intellectual who set up this analogy of Trump University... Being worse than anything that I could conceive of. And granted, I have a pretty limited imagination when it comes to this kind of stuff. I, I'm not into like the hills have eyes, gory, just slasher stuff. I don't watch this. So I don't care for it. Right. Uh, but people can think of really nasty things. And videotape themselves doing it or whatever. Have have all this. How about kitty porn? Well, I guess he doesn't make care about that either because he said they could have corpses in the basement. He wouldn't care. Hunter. Think about that. His standard is that there could be corpses of children in the basement, and that would not be as big of a scandal as Trump University. And I am at a loss to understand why people take this person seriously. I haven't even gotten to the best part. (laughs) I haven't even gotten to the— Because at at this point, he's just—he's dealing in these— exaggerated hyperbolic types of analogies and maybe you just kind of write it off to that but what he is about to say next it will truly shock you stay tuned for details news talk 1110 993 WBT sam harris neuroscientist philosopher new york times best selling author most importantly smarter than all of us He's an intellectual. He goes on shows and talks and is very intellectually. And he's on a show. He's on a YouTube show the other day called Trigonometry, And uh, he starts talking about the Hunter Biden laptop story. And the censorship of that story, the suppression of that story by social media. Of a newspaper, of of the the nation's oldest newspaper, as a matter of fact. The newspaper founded by Alexander Hamilton, the New York Post, right? Uh, This is the story that they suppressed because they thought it would hurt uh, Joe Biden and help Donald Trump in 2020. And Sam Harris said, there isn't anything on that laptop, even his words, not mine, the corpses of children in the basement, not even that doesn't matter to him the corruption of the biden family is a firefly to the sun of the corruption of trump
1: and then he says this in my view right now that's not that doesn't answer the people who say it's still completely unfair to not have looked at the laptop in a timely way and to right. shut down the you know the new york post's right. twitter account like that that's a, just a conspiracy that's a left wing conspiracy to deny the presidency to Donald Trump. Absolutely. It was absolutely right. But I think it was warranted. Right. I'm going to stop it right
0: there for a second, because this is going to be a point that Sam Harris is going to try to pivot away from and pretend he didn't say it, but he said that he was very clear. You just heard it. Right. I mean, as far as yes, I mean, In our own limited ability to understand these intellectualistic words that the intellectual uses, our brains can only handle so much of it. But he called it a left wing conspiracy that was absolutely
1: warranted
0: the suppression of the story.
1: And I'm, and again, it's a coin toss as to whether or not Sam. I'm sorry. That particular piece. I'm, I'm really yeah. sorry. I, I was the one that said we should move yeah, yeah. on, but you've just oh, yeah. said something I really struggle with. It. There, which is, the, you ki- the support ki- the, kid, the kids in the basement. You no, no, <laughs> the kids in the basement. I'm interested yeah. in democracy. You're saying you are content with a left-wing conspiracy to prevent somebody being democratically re-elected as president.
0: All right, I'm going to stop it there. That is a fair and accurate assessment of what sam harris just said right he said you are content with a left-wing conspiracy to suppress that story you said it was warranted and then sam harris i think he starts to sense because he is so intellectual i think he starts to sense that this is not going very well and ooh, i may have said something i can't really defend here so he starts trying to dance around his own words.
1: Well, no, I'm, I'm content. Well, so it's, but the thing is, it's just not left wing, right? So Liz Cheney is not left wing, right? Liz Cheney is doing everything in her power. All right,
0: hang on a second. You said left wing conspiracy, Sam. You said that. Remember earlier, when I played the first part of the clip, he says a left wing conspiracy, yes, but it was totally warranted. It was warranted. He's the one who described it as a left wing conspiracy, and then when the host says, "Wait, you just said left wing conspiracy?" well, Liz Cheney. Okay, first off, you set up the term. Secondly, Liz Cheney had nothing to do with the suppression of that story. W- what are you bringing Liz Cheney into this? This guy's all over the place. I mean, in my non intellectually brain,
1: prevent somebody no, being democratically. No, but it's not. Like- a con- no, but there's nothing c- conspiracy. It's not. It, it was a conspiracy out in the open. It does, but it doesn't matter if it was. It doesn't matter what parts conspiracy. What part's out in the open? I mean, I think it's like if people get together and talk and talk about what should we do with, about this phenomenon, you know, if, if it's like if there, if there was an asteroid hurtling toward Earth right. and, and we got in a room together with all of our friends and had a conversation about what we could do to deflect its course, right, is that a conspiracy?
0: But is that the explanation you're going with? That's the – what has he just outlined? This uh, neuroscientist and philosopher. What has the philosopher just outlined? What's that principle? The ends justify the means. That's what, he's, that, that's what he has laid out for you. In his intellectualistic sort of way, the ends justify the means. Is it a conspiracy if we get together and stop a, an asteroid from hitting the planet? Is that a conspiracy? I mean, a plan, a conspiracy, you don't like the word? You're the one that used the word, Sam. But what is he doing? He's also quibbling over the definition of the word conspiracy, which he brought into the argument. He was the one who called it a left-wing conspiracy. He's the one who called it warranted as such. Then he starts quibbling over the adoption of the term left-wing conspiracy to describe what happened. He then quibbles over that brings in Liz Cheney for some reason, then he gives this ridiculous analogy of an asteroid coming, and we need to plan to divert its path. What is that all based on the assumption that what you're doing is for everyone's common good, right? There's a little bit of a difference, though, is that um, when you're talking about voting, that is the process designed specifically to get people's opinion on what they prefer to see. See, a better... Um, you know, a better course of action would have been, hey, asteroid or analogy would be uh, asteroids uh, about to hit the planet, and I'm just making this analogy up right now off the top of my head. So I'll see if I can do any better than Sam Harris, noted intellectual. But hey, we got a uh, we got an asteroid coming. It's going to hit the planet. It's going to kill everybody. And you got a bunch of people that are like, <clears throat> well, you know what? I want to die. All the people who are suicidal. They all get together and they're like, we want to die. And so let's put this up for a vote. And then they win the vote or they lose the vote. Right. That's a better analogy, I think. And again, I'm just making this up on the fly because the analogy would be about the election. It's not about the asteroid. It's about the election. You either believe in self-governance or you do not. And Sam Harris obviously does not. Now, he tried to clean this up, you know, clean up on aisle Twitter. He says, uh, there's a podcast clip circulating that seems to be confusing many people about my views on Trump. Mm. No, not confused at all. He said, which is understandable because I did not speak very clearly. So for what it's worth, here is what I was trying to say. I was essentially arguing for a principle of self-defense where there's a continuum of proportionate force that is appropriate and necessary to use. I've always viewed Trump as a very dangerous person to elect as president of a fake university, let alone the U.S. And when he he became a sitting president who would not commit to a peaceful transfer of power, I viewed him as more dangerous still. See this again. His assessment, asteroids coming, he believes we're all going to die. But what if there's a whole bunch of people that are like, we don't think we're going to die. You think we're going to die, but we're not going to die. And you maybe already want to die. So you're like, I vote for this direction. And you don't trust me to say you're wrong. I have a different opinion. Let's vote on it. So now what are you going to do? You're going to keep me from what? Seeing the asteroid? You're going to keep me from, from voting? You're going to not allow me to have the information? Because that was the question. And Sam Harris's view which by the way he does not at all renounce. He says he says he was speaking about the wisdom and propriety of ignoring the laptop until after the election. I've always thought it was a hard call ethically and journalistically. Yeah. No, it's not, buddy. Not a hard call journalistically, nor is it a hard call ethically. It's not. Journalistically even less so. It is an obvious call. You do the story. The only way it's ethically um uh, improper or uh, a hard call is if you want Biden to win and you're willing to corrupt your organization and your own codes to do so. That's on you, man. Not a hard call. You do the story. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Oh, crying out loud. For my sake, what? All right, I'm just seeing a statement now from uh, North Carolina Speaker of the House, Tim Moore, calling it an unprecedented North Carolina Supreme Court ruling. This party line ruling is in direct, this is from, okay, the North Carolina Supreme Court ruled against two key constitutional amendments approved by the duly elected representatives of North Carolina. And us! And us! These were our... Oh, my God, I'm going to... Oh, my God, I'm going to blow a gasket. Deep breaths, deep breaths. This party line ruling is in direct contradiction to the rule of law and the will of the voters. The people of North Carolina will not stand for the blatant judicial activism and misconduct that has seized our state's highest court, and neither will I. I will continue to fight for the voter ID and tax cap amendments... Which were overwhelmingly approved by the people of North Carolina. So, oh my God! Ah! This is our North Carolina Supreme Court. You partisan hacks! Oh my God! You know what their argument was? You know what the argument is that they're endorsing in this ruling? I did not know this was coming down today. I literally am just looking at three minutes ago. This thing just moved. You know what the? You know what this argument is? This is the completely stupid argument. That the legislature is a usurper legislature and never had the authority to put these uh, measures on the ballot for us to vote on. Do you remember voting on these? I do. They were not the only referenda on the ballot. Voter ID, capping the tax, uh, the income tax in North Carolina, which, by the way, has been part of our Constitution for decades. Decades. We've changed the number, and all we did this time around was take it from 10% to 7%. It was originally seven. I think it got pushed up to 10 at one point anyway. But there were like four others on the ballot. But no, no, no. The leftists did not sue over all of the referendum because those would not be as politically advantageous, not as palatable. It's a bit of a harder sell uh, to sue over what was it, Marcy's Law? You know, letting people know, letting abuse victims know when their attackers uh, uh, get let go or get up on probation or something. Harder to harder to make that case, I guess. So you take voter I.D. and the income tax cap and you take those to the courts and you get some moonbat leftist in a local court to agree with your moonbat left wing nonprofit suing organizations, your plaintiffs in the case, and they agree it's a usurper legislature. Which now, by the way, congratulations, you morons. We have a constitutional crisis in this state. You know why? Because everything that they've done then is uh, illegal. Everything. Why just these two amendments? Why not every single freaking law that has been passed ever since Republicans won under maps they drew? Which goes back 11 years. You raging idiots. The North Carolina Supreme Court. This was a party line four-three vote. Sam Irvin is up for re-election this year. He needs to have his posterior handed to him forcefully. Good grief! Every opportunity you guys have to create chaos. Every opportunity you have to dismantle and undermine these these pillars in our society. I can't. This is our. This is our court. You you expect me to. You expect me to. What, put faith and confidence and credibility in this? Pound sand, guys. Lawyers in robes. That's why I call them that. You earn no respect from me when you do this kind of garbage. You don't. What is this all based off of? The redistricting stuff. Because the General Assembly, when they passed the laws that sent these votes to us. Remember, at the end of the day, I hate that term. I'm sorry, I just used it. At the end of the day, though, we voted for these things. And what their litigation said, the leftists said, was that they shouldn't have even asked us for that. They should not have even been able to ask us because that legislature was elected under maps that got thrown out as gerrymanders. And if that's the case, then every single law that was passed under every single legislature, under every single map, must also be thrown out. Every one of them. This has never occurred before. Legislatures, once elected, have been presumed to be legitimate. This opens up an entirely chaotic and potentially catastrophic pathway. If you are trying to destroy the amicable bonds of society, keep doing this, guys. And by the way, the other team's going to get a turn at bat. And you're really not going to like it when they start doing to you what you've been doing to them god help us you guys suck all right news is next <laughs>